there are a lot of security flaws even in Facebook or like famous websites like WordPress application you see daily flaws but most of those flaws are because the developers first create the application and then consider the security Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. This is your host, Mark Miller. PHP is one of the most used programming languages for the web. The problem with PHP has always been that it's easy to get started programming with, but that's also one of its biggest flaws when considering application security. Abbas Nadari leads the OWASP PHP Security Project, which is a sample framework to demonstrate proper usage of the tools and libraries, as well as providing guidelines for new PHP projects. In this segment of OWASP 24-7, I talk with Abbas about the PHP SEC project, as well as one of his other projects, RBAC. I'm Abbas Nadari. I've been in OWASP for like five years, and I'm doing a couple projects. I'm leading OWASP RBAC project and OWASP PHP security project for now, but also participating in a lot of other projects. So, where are you from? Originally, I'm from Iran, but I reside in the U.S. now in Virginia. I'm planning to start a new chapter around Central Virginia for the University of Virginia. Oh, there's a lot of activity down there, a lot. Well, yeah, and also there's a lot of money from the university, so that can help. <laughs> that'll work, that'll work. Yeah. Tell me about one of your projects for OWASP. In the OWASP PHP Security Project, we got some funding from Google to have some students work on the project. And then we kick-started the coding, and now we have a full set of libraries as well as a framework for PHP security, and we have big plans for it. We have almost 10 people working on it, and unofficially, it's considered to be the most active OS project for now because we do a lot of coding, we, we do a lot of debugging, and a lot of people are watching this project and want to use it when it's mature enough. So you build a framework like uh, Rails, or what are you doing? It's just—it's not just a framework because it's hard to use framework for people who already have codes deployed around. Yeah. So we're building a set of decoupled libraries so that everyone can grab only one of them and use it in their projects if they want to. But there's also a framework wrapped all around it, so that if someone wants to start from scratch, they know how to use those libraries and create a new application from them. Give me an example, and let's say that I've already got a PHP app running. How is this going to help what I'm trying to do? Yeah, so like, for example, your authentication domain, which is like logging in users, resetting passwords, and stuff like that, uh, you think that it might be flawed or it's weak or you didn't have any idea when you built those stuff. So you can just grab the authentication libraries from the PHP security project and incorporate them in your project and replace what you have with those. Or you can use a couple of other libraries and mix them together. It sounds like it's not a test suite. It actually is a replacement for their authentication. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, uh, it can be considered as a framework, but you don't have to use it as a whole. You can break it down and use any component that you like. So uh, we also have plans for people to, uh, it's a very simple code. It's not like a bone structure. It's working and it's complete. 
we would like people to read the code, see the ideas, and use them in their project. They don't even need to copy the code. They can only get the ideas and use that in their projects. So what are you seeing for the future of the project? Say, what are you guys working on hard right now? Well, we're adding libraries. We also have a bunch of tools in the project that help people with coding and making their projects more secure, like static code scanners that scan your code and tell you to change this part and that part to make it better for security reasons. Mm -hmm. And we are also debugging some of the code, getting the community feedback and applying it to the code. And we also plan on adding a couple more li advanced libraries because our libraries are built upon each other. We have like the basic authentication library and then we have advanced authentication library on top of that. Is it mainly an authentication project? Oh no, it has it has around 12 different libraries. I'm just making the example here. Okay. We have authorization libraries, session libraries and everything. When you're looking at this, originally you started with a specific vision. Is the vision being actualized? Most of it, yeah, but the vision was too big so we're also working. <laughs> always, yeah. always, yeah. right? So what'd you have to take out? We started with the most important parts. We, we had a proposal that was layered. We had a few libraries that were mm, the main ones and we had to make them done and they're already done in the summer. Mm -hmm. So we had a different set of tools and libraries that were not that important but were still pretty beneficial to the people that would use them. So they're like in a beta version for now but some of them work, some of them don't. So we are working on that and making it work. So because we have a lot of interested people in the project, we, we always get more people to contribute and add code and make this happen. It, it's interesting because I don't think of most PHP programmers as being con that concerned about security. PHP is almost the most used language in the web. The fact about it is that you can create a very messy application in PHP. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of security flaws even in Facebook or like famous websites like WordPress application. You see daily flaws, but most of those flaws are because the developers first create the application and then consider the security right. instead of having it in mind before creating the application. So using our structure and ideas that we use in this project, they can build, build on top of that and make their applications more secure in the future so that when they add more stuff, they don't break the security and make it vulnerable. One of the things I'm hearing from other groups too is once the initial project goes to phase one and it's rolled out, things just kind of slow down and people disappear. Exactly. What are you finding? In this particular project, um, I'm trying to motivate, motivate people as much as I can. I do this by first having people code in and when they're busy or they like drop out and stop doing much, I just kick in and start coding a lot myself and adding a lot of stuff to the project. Mm -hmm. Other times I don't do this much. Even if I like to add some code, I don't. I stop and wait for people to do that. But when they stop, I do add a lot of code and a lot of stuff and then the community, the people who are using the project start to create questions, ask questions, how to use this, how to use that. And then the team gets interested again and they come back to work on the project. So it's been working so far and it's work, and it works great. We had a lot of our team put stuff together for this conference to promote the project and everything. And they all, they all put a lot of time in it. So it's like they're babies. They just can't let it go, you know. Who else is working with you? I have Rahul working with me in this project. Uh, he's also in the conference. We What's have Rahul. Uh, Rahul Chadhuri. We have a lot of different people who are really active in this project and doing a lot of code. But he's the one who Google sponsored to work on this project in the summer. So we have almost 10 people coding in the project, and we have a community around 20 people 
sending feedback and testing the project and everything. And we have around 100 people who are officially watching the project to see what comes out of it and use it around. Of your core group of the 10, mm -hmm. are they all in Virginia or are you just... No, dispersed? no. They're not even in the U.S. They're all around the world. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. That's really exciting. How are you guys communicating? Are you using Skype? Or are you, you well, mainly, mainly we use mailing lists, but uh, then we communicate over the phone. We communicate in GitHub. We communicate using our codes. And any, anyway, we can just get it done. So we just get it done. I also have this other project, which is not getting enough attention, but it's expected. <laughs> okay, go for it. Because, it. because it's like a very advanced library, and no one has any idea that they might need this, but if they start to know how, what it is and how good it is, then they're going to use it for sure. And it's called the OVASP RBAC project. It's, it stands for Role-Based Access Control. And it, it has this, all the solutions for the authorization domain. And if you look at the recent OVASP top 10 list, Two of them are about authorization and access control. Mm -hmm. So this project has been deployed around a year ago and solves those problems, but because people don't know that such things exist and that they can use it, they're not using it much. But it's a very advanced project. It's the it's like the most complicated code in all of the OVASP projects. It, we have two people working on it, and both of them admit that it's the most complicated code they have ever seen. But it works flawlessly and it's very fast. Only the insights are very complicated. So, uh, give me 15 seconds. If I don't know anything about it, what is it? Okay, it it lets you define in your system who can do what. That's the essential role. So, so you're building user roles and groups. Yes, exactly. We have users, roles, and permissions. It's called a role-based access control. Users don't directly get connected to what they can do. They get connected to roles, and then we define what roles can do what. And both those structures are hierarchical, so it's easy to maintain them and define things between them. But then it's hard to check from a program programmer's point of view. So it's very hard to implement, and it's very slow, but we've made it very fast, and it works like in a millisecond to check something, and it's pretty usable now. And that's PHP. The whole idea and uh, code base is suitable for every language because we're using mm -hmm. structures and models that are language independent. But the sample proposed application is in PHP. But we're planning to get people to port it to different languages, most notably C. Standalone or has it got dependencies within other libraries? No, it, it has no dependencies. It just works. It just works. Yes. <laughs> with a big smile on yeah. your face. I've been talking with Abbas Nadiri of the RBAC project. Thank you for coming. Thanks. been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.